Welcome, everyone. You're listening to the Imperfect Podcast. I'm Kathy. And I'm Kennedy. Join us on this week's episode as we discuss intriguing topics and people of interest that will inspire us to explore all of the unique pieces of ourselves. We are all imperfectly perfect. We're We're glad glad you're here. here. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of the Imperfect Podcast. Today, uh, we thought we would talk about a video that I just so conveniently happened to see on TikTok, because where else do you see videos anymore? Um, And it's kind of become the inspiration of today's episode. I kind of pitched the idea to mom, and she thought it was a good topic for today. Yeah, we... uh... We like the idea. So as we watch the video and continue to uh, talk about the subject through the rest of the podcast today, please keep in mind that we're talking from our perspective as girls, but obviously this applies to everyone, guys and girls included. Yeah. So let's take a second just to watch that together. I've never felt like the other girls. One of those girls whose $30 H&M sweater looks like it was made just for her, hanging off her body in an effortless way that I've never had the privilege of experiencing. One of those girls who wears that sweater to a coffee shop and simply exists there while people walk by and fall in love by accident. I've never felt like one of those girls. People write songs about girls like that. One of those girls who always looks like she smells good, feels good, knows good, inside and out, and only accepts just that. She does face masks and goes for long walks. She buys a white couch and it stays that way. She's cool and collected sometimes, sometimes she isn't. But even when she's a mess, her mess seems more appealing than my mess. I've never felt like the other girls, the ones whose salads are aesthetically pleasing and their frying pans aren't scratched up and their countertops are wiped clean. The blankets on their beds puff up in a way that I've Googled time and time again. Their jeans hug their bodies like denim was invented only for them. The ones who don't fight with their mothers. I've never felt like the other girls, no matter how hard I try. And sometimes I wonder if the other girls even feel like the other girls. If they know how beautiful they are when they simply exist in a coffee shop, if their long walks are forced to avoid the guilt of not getting in enough steps, if they tug on that sweater all day long wishing they made another choice before they left the house like I do, if they regret the white couch, if the face mask burns her eyes, if their mess seems way less appealing than somebody else's, if the salad doesn't taste as good as it looks, if the bed is puffed up and beautiful but still a place she feels sad, because being beautiful does not equate to a lack of sadness. If I'm the other girls to her like she's the other girls to me, if all of us are the other girl, the prettier girl, the has it better girl, grass is greener girl, to the other girls. So I'd really like to take some time to highlight some of the really, really cool things that she said in that video in such a short period of time. A lot of it hits hard. I don't know if it's just a me thing. I know mom said she felt the same, but a lot of things are so relatable. Um, So one thing I wanted to bring attention to was the coffee shop that she brought up about, about how there's just girls that just exist in coffee shops. And, um, and again, we'll reiterate um, anytime we talk about girls, it's just, we're talking from our perspective, but it's anyone. It applies to anyone, obviously in real life. It could be like the other guy at the gym. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, So, yeah, I really feel the coffee shop one because it's funny. Mom and I just went the other day to a coffee shop together. We went to Bricks, the Bricks experience, um, the coffee shop just out in front. And uh, we were sitting there and I only brought it to mom's attention tonight when we were talking about it. But 
there were there were two girls over at a table to our right and they had their you know they were very obviously studying together they were friends they had their laptops open they had like all of their textbooks out they were drinking coffee and to me that is such an appealing vibe I guess uh for me it was like oh like it would be so cool to be studying in school and to go to the coffee shops with your girlfriends during the daytime and just pull out your laptops and drink coffee and chitty chat in between studying and writing an essay or whatever and it's funny from my perception that's like what I'm seeing and I'm like oh they're the other girls they have that aesthetic I guess is the best way to put it um but for them, their life is probably, oh my gosh, I got a midterm and then I've got to write an essay and then I've got to do a project with so-and-so and I got to meet them and oh shoot, 10 minutes and okay, I got to finish my coffee. So there's papers just everywhere. And so for them, like it's probably a chaotic situation. And to me, it's like, I, they're the other girls to me, right? you know, yeah. I, I felt that with the example. Well, I can see what you're saying about the coffee shop, but I'm past the, you know, mid 20 coffee shop fantasy thing. Um, I'm kind of on to home furniture. So when she talked about the white couch and it always stays that way, I mean, you see that in movies or shows that you watch and everything in the living room, you know, they have a few accent pieces and they're always in the right spot and they've got the white couch or the white uh, fluffy rug that it's not bearskin but you know it's the, yeah. the fake bearskin and I'm thinking a white rod I imagine like I'd walk in here with a plate of spaghetti and that'd be the end of that <laughs> <laughs> or you know like a, a white leather couch come on like have you ever owned an animal or a child like that's yeah. just good work yeah and it's kind of very realistic for you as well because you just not too long ago purchased a bunch of new furniture and I know that was such a big decision for you to make because people don't just buy furniture like that every day but uh, I mean maybe some people do but we don't and um, your decisions were a lot of it you were concerned about okay well over time are those cushions going to you know go are they gonna stay fluffy in the middle and can we deal with a gray couch when we are so used to having a dark brown couch that if something happened to be spilt on it no big deal so it was a huge decision for you because realistically like when you're living with these pieces of furniture like they have to be livable I guess they have to be livable but they from my perspective they also have to last like I don't know at least 10 years right yeah like yeah that's a huge investment I couldn't imagine how much the cost of furniture had gone up like it was just crazy for me but right um yeah the whole mess in the living room like yeah I I just I don't know how people function that way and then even I get the same when I go to like Ikea right and here's the perfect kitchen setup with the perfect child toys and they're all kept perfectly and perfect this and perfect that and everything's got its place and it's like yeah Ikea people go there and they're like ah I want my life to be like this but that's probably why they sell a lot of things I guess (laughs) but like do people really live like that I guess some do but do people with children and pets live like that I I don't see it working so much in my life but right 
it's just this uh, this image that's out there that we all think that we should be I guess we're all pursuing this perfection ideal and it's not realistic um when she said the line even when she even when uh even when she makes a mess her mess seems more appealing than my mess and boom mic drop moment because yeah when you walk into somebody else's you know when people do the whole sorry it's a mess and you're sitting there going holy if this is a mess I don't want people to see my house like and my perception of that line was like when she's a mess like when she can't hold it together anymore and she finally breaks down and has her you know big cry that it's somehow more yeah like it's it's the images were fed I think more than anything right so girl on tv heart gets broken she puts on her jammies but she's only about a size four or six anyway so everything looks great on her right and she you know marches off to the refrigerator and grabs her pint of Haagen-Dazs and away she goes and you're thinking like this isn't even real because if you ate that then you'd put you know a few pounds on probably but like her whole her her bedroom is perfect and she's got fluffy pillows and everything seems to be kind of in its place and she has a cry and gets up and faces the world tomorrow meanwhile you've got a makeup crew someone whose sole purpose in this job is to make sure the pillows look fluffy um you know so it's just not realistic but you see it and so then it's there and it's like oh that's what I should strive for Mm -hmm. um a few other things she brought up that I wanted to bring attention to were the frying pans um aren't scratched up (laughs) Yeah, so uh, we actually have a set of frying pans and we were like, oh, these are the good ones. Like they're sturdy, they're rough and tough, like they're good. And the coating has come off of them. And then, you know, you end up with, where did this lid come from? It doesn't fit on anything. And this random pan that's way too big for my burner. Why do I own it? I don't know, but I'll throw it back in the drawer and so there's not even a matching set, let alone the scratches, let alone the coating is coming off and, you know? Yeah. yeah. No, I can totally relate. And even maybe it's not a big deal to you, but part of my generation and getting, you know, mid twenties, you're starting a family, you feel like you need to already know it all before you even get to know it all. And there was some sense of satisfaction there with having a full perfect set, right? Everything matches and and your towels and they're all in the cupboard in a certain folded way. So it looks like better home and gardens if anybody was to stop by and fling your cupboards open. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, you know, and, and you, I don't know. It's interesting. We're talking about this now. You you envy this idealism that you've watched or seen or created in your own head that now that we're talking about it I really don't think very many people even ever live like this and here celebrities do but even then celebrities have messy parts of their lives so it's like you know nobody's got everything and so yeah what you have a couch that's lived on and has a stain on it and so what you've got happy kids and 
you have a couch. Some people don't even have the privilege to own one. Like there's always a, I want more mindset or somebody else always has it better than me. So, right. yeah. So they had even mentioned, you know, the girl talked about, do the other girls even feel like they are the other girls or are the girls that we're looking at as the other girls actually looking at someone else and, and feeling less than because they're not, you know, their hair didn't flip back like the other one. Absolutely ones. they do. Yeah, it seems that everybody has something. And I mean, there's nothing wrong with wanting more for yourself and striving for more, but the comparing yourself to other people and how they have it so much better, it seems that everybody has that. But what everybody's ideal is different than everyone else's. I know we're talking just in like generics here, but I hope the point's getting across. Um, If the salad doesn't taste as good as it looks that's a big baboom one as well. Like every line, it was just like, oh, and there's another one. And oh, there's another one. And do they tug at their sweaters all day long and wonder if they should have worn something different? Mm. I mean, how many times have you gone out the door and that, you know, the bottom of this won't stay down where you want it or the armhole of that. And you feel like you're fidgeting at yourself. And does this anyone noticing that I'm kind of fidgeting? Even Even before we started recording that TikTok tonight, mom, like, I was pulling up my pants enough so that like it would hide my torso. Like everybody does this stuff. Right. And so is the, is the, the one in the corner that's got the perfect fuzzy sweater, you know, that just looks great. Like, are they feeling like, Oh, this is itchy, man. I hope a little cool because this is really itchy. Maybe they haven't showered in three days and they feel like icky and you know, you don't know. Yeah. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, does her bed look perfect but it's still a place she feels sad another one mm-hmm. big and even just talking about the bed and to reference back to what I was talking about before the broken-hearted girl right you know you see these beds that are all done up and they've got the fluffy comforter and it's just the right height and they've got all the they're not even matchy matchy pillows, but you know, one little dop of color from this matches an that accent and one. And this one has a tassel on it. And this one has a, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And they're all like done up nice. So basically in reality, the, the bed is covered half with pillows and nobody could ever really sleep on it. But yeah. you know, you see that and you're thinking, man, why can't my bed look like meanwhile it's got like a comforter thrown over it's like half sideways the tags you know on the floor ripped off and I just had an image go across my anyway I just had an image of everybody's had the moment of putting the fitted sheet on and it's the wrong way and so then it flips backwards and then you're like (laughs) you're like you hold that side and so yeah that's the part that they don't show you right so And uh, ultimately, are we all the other girls to the other girls? So just she said it in multiple different ways. And mom had already kind of touched on this, but we're always looking at somebody else. So do they have an other girl? Like their ideal is maybe different than like what their life is and what they see someone else's is what they want but how I see their life is what I want and somebody sees my life and it's what they want it's like a never-ending chain of I want what they've got yeah and really I mean 
when you're talking commercialism, that's what they work, right? They've got to make you feel like you're less than without this particular product, whether yep. it's a hockey stick or a new car or my old time favorite, you know, the Sheen Hall or pick your other brand, you know. Oh, they sneak up to the camera. I just, I just got my new order in and let's go try it on. And, you know, and they show up. They show up and they've got this outfit on that you know looks good on them okay so then it pans away and then they're back and the next thing looks amazing and the next thing looks amazing and so for a minute they get some inspiration and you're putting your order to said company and you know you're waiting in anticipation for however many days the order shows up you try it on and you look like a potato yeah, like you order 10 things and you might be lucky if one fits right if you safety pin the chest area so that you're not falling out or whatever. Like, it's just, it doesn't, it's not realistic. So I have to wonder if people who do these like Sheen hauls or Amazon hauls or whatever, I wonder if they also go through multiple boxes of things. And so then when they show up in the camera and say, my order just arrived. Meanwhile, half of them are return boxes, but they're just not letting on that. It's just the visual of look at all these boxes of things that I ordered. And meanwhile, they've already tried on and know that these things fit, but the other things are going back. I don't know. But if they really showed you that, you wouldn't order because it right. looks like too much hassle, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, we, like we mentioned a couple things here and there, just of things that we've noticed in our own lives as well. But like a big one for me is, and I have personal experience, uh, is the organized fridges. So mom didn't really know what I was talking about when I said this, but it's for me, it's, there was, it was one of those fads, like, I don't know, one or two years ago. It probably still is for some people, but I tried it and it failed. So it's in the past for me, in my mind, um, it's people that are buying a bunch of just organizational containers to put in their fridges. So like, instead of keeping their eggs in an egg carton, they buy these like stackable things that hold your eggs so that when you pull one out the other one slides through and the next fresh one comes through because it's like a first in first out method but it's cute and it's aesthetic and then you've got um juice boxes that you want to put in the fridge well instead of just like okay throwing the plastic sleeve of all the juice boxes in you unpackage them and you put them all in this like rectangular container that gets to be put in the fridge and then all of your dressings and condiments get to be put on a little trolley in the top part of your fridge so it's an easy you know go through anyway been there done that I decided to visit to the dollar store one day and I bought a bunch of said containers and I bought a bunch of snacks and things and, you know, the cheese strings and the juice boxes and the cookie packages and all these sorts of things. And it was cute for like two weeks. And then it was like, okay, we're out of snacks. And now there's just a crap ton of clear containers all through our fridge that are taking up space. I can't put the casserole dish in Yes, get all this extra plastic in here. Yes, you make one thing for dinner and you have to put leftovers in there. Well, that screws the whole thing up. But they don't show you that stuff online. They just show you, look how pretty it is from the beginning. There's, right. I just remember too, there's also people who do like 
we've done an episode on ASMR. And so they do this thing with, again, it's the fridge aesthetic of making everything pretty and organized and cool and collected. And there's people that just make videos on making ice. So they have all these different ice molds. And so one of them shaped like a rose. So they'll put water in it and then they'll put a couple of rose petals in there. So then when it freezes, it's all cute. And then they've got another ice tray with all these little ball ones. So they put the water in and so then they've got a bunch of tiny, tiny ball ices. And then you've got like stick ones and people will put lemon in this one and strawberry in that one. And like, holy geez the stress to be that perfect yeah. I can't imagine well and I mean it's novel and you might use it once or twice but chances are you'll go back to the regular old ice cube that you've used of course however many times but you know if one of your friends happens to get the ice mold kit for Christmas and you stop over at their house suddenly now you're gonna feel like even more of a failure because yeah. You know, oh, well, so-and-so makes rose petal ice cubes. You know? Right. Oh, hey, welcome. Did you, can I get you something to drink? Sure, some water. Well, here, walk into my walk-in freezer of ice options. Right. Like, and then you're like, oh, gosh. Like, <laughs> For me, uh, technology is a big <laughs> one for that. It's just sort of an assumption that everyone knows how to do everything and run every kind of software and for me, I often feel like a failure because it's just this global assumption and yeah. I know how to do lots of stuff, but uh, computering isn't one of my strongest uh, things that I do. So. And you get by and I mean, there's a few questions you have along the way, but yeah, there's a whole lot that people just expect you to know how to do it. Yeah. And I have to call you and uh, hello, Kennedy. I'm calling tech support. I was just going to say, and for the first time the other day, she called me and asked, uh, hey, and she explained the scenario that happened. And at the end of it all, I just said, mom, I don't know how to help you. And she was like, what? <laughs> You're supposed to know all this stuff. And I'm like, I don't know how to do that. I don't know how to get out of that situation that you're in right now. And she's like, end, you know what? I think I got it. I think I figured out a way to do it. It took about 50 million steps, but I think, I think. <laughs> well, I I'm proud of you. Cause yeah, she, she was just saying to me, well, that's not very helpful. Okay. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, and it's, I'm just, yeah, I think a lot of times left to my own devices, I can figure it out, but it's usually a way more complicated way. Like, oh, okay, I'll take a shot of it with my camera mm. on the screen and then I'll crop it and then I'll send it as a file to <laughs> the Word, you know, document and I'll open it and yeah. Yeah. But uh, I guess we'll just mention one or two more. I don't know. Um, winter weather. Uh when you know you got all the cutesy pictures of girls with their toques with pom-poms on them and the cute little animal mittens and the you know the stylish boots that aren't even winter boots they're probably fall boots uh because there's no way that you're gonna go through a snowstorm in those honey um and you know they've got the jeans on like the tight-fitting nice jeans like screw snow pants I guess and 
you know, all of these things and their hair is perfectly curled and their pose and whatever. And meanwhile, like reality is you go out in the morning and you slip on ice that's everywhere and you wipe out on the stairs and down you go. And once you gain your composure and your dignity, you stand up and then you got to trudge through the snow some more to make it to your car and you're getting snow in the face. Your glasses are all watered with (laughs) melted snow and you get in the car and you just, yeah, Yeah. that's not realistic. (laughs) Yeah. The closest, uh, rendition of that that I have seen is there used to be a commercial for I don't even know what so ineffective marketing I guess or effective that I remembered the actual (laughs) picture the guy is out there shoveling the driveway and he finally gets it finished and then here comes the snow plow right because the plow always scoops it back in your driveway and the guy's just like so exhausted and he just looks at the the snow plow thing and doesn't even bother shoveling at the end of the driveway anymore he just like drags the shovel back (laughs) yeah yeah that's more the the real picture of life plus what you said Mm -hmm. it's not pretty Mm, they make it look pretty they do and i mean sure if i had someone behind me fixing my hair and okay turn your head this way and whatever I'm sure I'd look great all the time too but no I've slipped on ice way too many times and ended up with snow everywhere and that's just the reality of it so true also uh how about the makeup videos you know on tv you see the beautiful new expensive makeup palettes and you know meanwhile you dig into your goodie bag and you've got the Avon palette that's only made in a two-part compact and the only thing left in the compact is the corners you know and your right applicator brush has got every color including colors your palette never even had so <laughs> there's nothing to put on the one that you want and you're just trying to get the last little bit out because it's your favorite color it's the one you've worn for 15 years and yeah, yeah. and it was discontinued in like 92 or something but right yeah, but that you know, it's never that. It's like cover girl, and you know, the <laughs> girls got the high boots and the name, you know. Yep, and the perfect skin and the perfect teeth and the perfect body and everything. So, so there uh, are those girls, but those girls, I bet you, you know, they've got their own insecurities and things going on, or they're face tuned as is. So you know, it's it's just not real. So before you'd be able to pass someone on the street or go somewhere and have that moment of, oh, I wish I could pull together an outfit that looks like that or whatever. And then they'd pass and you'd go back on your merry way. And it was like life is normal. And you might think of them later, but barely ever. But now we live in a time and in a world where we're constantly bombarded with these pressures and these essentially permanent pictures and videos that are on the internet or on TV or whatever. And it's this constant reminder and it's just creates this like cover of like, for example, my Instagram, I mean, I'm no model, but like my pictures, I take like five of them or 10 of them before I pick the one that I actually want to post. But you see me out on the street and maybe my, I'm all hunched over or, you know, I've just dug a Kleenex out of my mouth or my mouth, (laughs) dug a Kleenex out of my pocket and I'm, you know, whatever. And 
my hair is all disheveled. And so we're constantly bombarded with this like front of this is what my life is, but it's not actually my life. Even to the point of, I know there's people that, you know, when they're trying to influence other people, uh, they even set their Instagram up. Like if you look up, yes. you know, look up Kennedy Kitchen and then, you know, only pictures in this row and only text boxes in this row and only pictures of cute kitties in this row or whatever. And it's got to be so you're actually timing your posts, right? The, oh, I don't know much about Instagram. I'm yes, just, you have to time but, them. You have to have like two that are pictures of you and then you have to have one that's like a plain background. If that's what you're, if that's the thing you're going for. But then also some people do like themed colors for their pages. So that would require you to put like, if I'm going to post a selfie, I better have like a touch of pink there somewhere or a touch of if pink's my color of my page or whatever so so much pressure but I mean you look at someone's Instagram page like that and it's just like okay wow I don't that doesn't it send off the air of like being not real yeah well I guess all of what we're talking about today is kind of that right Yeah. And as we've talked about, and the whole point to our podcast is that we are all unique and messed up in our own very perfect and unique ways. Um, But nobody, nobody does. Nobody's got it all together. No, no, not at all. It's just all an image you put out a front and you want people to think you got it all. But meanwhile, everybody's like, I don't got it. Well, I think a lot of people are afraid to portray that image. So they try to portray the perfect one. Whereas you and I are like, okay, well, whatever. We're sick of pretending like here we are. Yeah. I think there's a lot of uh, us's out there and ready to just be ourselves. Yeah. And as perfectly said by the woman in this video, do the other girls even feel like they are the other girls? that is a big line yeah so here we are looking at you know these ideals and are these girls feeling insignificant or less than in their own ways and again it trickles down whether it's girls or guys or you know kids at school like or even we could be talking about guys right think about at the gym and comparing one to the other and there's a lot of bro you know energy going on in there so much so that it keeps some people that might like to exercise away because there's so much competition there yeah or how about in the i mean i'm not a guy obviously but in the garage scene or you know oh he can change his oil well i don't know how to do that so i feel like less of a man or hunting you know some guys really embrace that or the drinking thing you know even that can be can be something for guys to look at others and feel less than in some of those situations I believe Mm -hmm. no absolutely and those are all really good examples um just for some food for thought for men as well listening to our episode today so We hope you all enjoyed the video just as much as we did. Uh, It really resonated and we felt it was a topic all on its own. So we really appreciate you tuning in again and we will be here next week.
Bye. If you or someone you know has a unique story to tell, we'd love to hear from you. Email us at theimperfectpodcast at outlook.com. For more information and how to connect with us on social media, you can visit us at our website, theimperfectpodcast.ca. And from whichever platform you are listening to this episode, be sure to like, share, and leave us a review. We would really appreciate your feedback. Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. We look forward to hearing your feedback and seeing you all find that extra joy and embrace your own imperfect. See you next week.